0: be big enough to make a whole gate of the city. And the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. Let's bow our heads. Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you, God, for this service. We thank you, God, for what you've already done here. God, we pray for those, Lord, who are not here today, sickness or some traveling, What be the reason. But now for the next few minutes, we ask God that you will anoint us, God, to be able to minister to the Word, God, as you put up on our heart today. I pray, God, Well, I know, Heavenly Father, that your Word will not go out and return void, but it will accomplish. That's what it's purposed. And so we claim that in Jesus' name and let the church say, Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah I want to speak to you from a title today that the last several days, you've probably heard news commentators, you may have seen it in uh, in the newspaper or whatever, but I want to preach for the subject titled "Going for the Gold. Hallelujah. Going for the gold Revelation 21:21 21, 21 said talked about the 12 gates made of 12 individual pearls and it said the street of that city was pure gold like transparent glass Is anybody in the house beside me believe that heaven is real Hallelujah I believe it's real, I know it's real, and it's my plans to be a part of that one day. What about you? The Olympic Games is a major international event featuring summer and winter sports in which thousands of athletes participate in a variety of competitions. The Olympic Games are considered to be the world's foremost sports competition As nations present to the world their most talented athletes, and more than 200 nations from around the world participate. The ancient Olympic Games were held in Olympia, Greece, beginning back in 776 B.C., from which evolved the name Olympics. The 2012 games currently going on right now in London are bringing the U.S. some tight competition from China as the gold medal count runs neck and neck. If you have been keeping up with that, you know that uh, n- no other nation is as strong competing against uh, uh, America as China is right now, which from last night, and there's been some more one uh, today, but as of last night, when I checked the statistics, the United States had received 26 and China had received 25 gold uh, medals. Now, for me, I'm amazed to see how, and different people talk about different ones, everybody talks about that tall and lanky. Swimming fellow Phelps, you know, and how he's able just to glide through that water and, and all that. And uh, uh, he is, has he is taken home more than his share of gold. But I'm amazed to see how a 16-year-old girl, uh, girl a gymnastics champion, by the name of Gabby Douglas, Douglas, overcame great adversary at home to snag gold medals as her proud mother watched and cried in the stands now to me that's what it's that's what it's all about the apostle paul had traveled the world to preach the gospel and in 51 ad he arrived in corinth greece where a church was soon established paul became aware of the background of the people of greece with their love of competition and athletic games which had already been occurring several hundred years prior to his arrival. He might even have attended one or more of those ancient Olympic Games during his stay in Greece. We don't know. But later on, when he wrote the letter, which came the book of Corinthians, back to the church that he started, he used the Games as an illustration, comparing them to the Christian striving For the heavenly gold. Hallelujah. Going for the gold. Now down through the ages we find records of those who brought home the gold for the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. And what they are doing today, Amen, is only for a temporal thing. But the gold that I'm talking to you about today, and the gold we are want we're going to go for, hallelujah, is the gold of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And to stand on those streets one day and hear Jesus personally say to you, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. If you agree with that, give Jesus a hand, clap of praise. People have been going for the gold of heaven. For many, many years, Abraham received the gold medal for his faith. Hallelujah. The Word of God says, amen, that God spoke to him, and he began to travel, not knowing where he was going, not understanding nothing about it. But the Word of God said he believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. So Abraham, he received the gold medal for faith. Amen. Another man by the name of Enoch, the Bible. Bible says he walked with God. Amen. He walked with God on a daily basis. Hallelujah. To one day, to one day, he was out walking. And the Bible says he was translated right on up into heaven. Whereas he did not see death. Hallelujah. The Bible says, because the Lord Took him. Hallelujah. So Enoch, he received a gold medal for pleasing God because he left behind a testimony. The Bible says, Brother Darrell, amen, that he pleased God. Hallelujah. What greater testimony can that be? Amen. And when you leave this life and this world, that people can talk about you. Amen. And say they lived their life to please God. Enoch received the gold medal in his day for pleasing God. There's another faithful man who went for the gold. His name was Job. Job received the gold medal for endurance through suffering. Hallelujah. Now I can sit up here today and I can begin to go down through a list And I can tell you some things and I wouldn't be able to cover them all because I have forgotten a lot of them. And everybody in here can do the same. But when it comes to suffering and through that suffering, amen, enduring and still loving God and not giving up on God, There's nobody who ever suffered as much as Job did. Hallelujah. That's why I say that Job received the gold medal for his endurance in his suffering. Hallelujah. Amen. I could go on and on and on down a list. You can probably come up with some, but I will end by one more Old Testament character Amen. who received. He went for the gold, and that was Samson, because Samson Received the gold medal for the greatest comeback that there ever was. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. They talk about comebacks in this life. Hallelujah. Samson received, amen, the medal for the greatest comeback ever. The Word of God said he killed more Philistines in his death than all throughout his life. Hallelujah. Amen. He received the gold. As the writer of Hebrew expressed, we are compassed with a great cloud. The witnesses who have ran, competed, and brought home the gold through insurmountable odds and great difficulty. Today, we stand on the stage of competition. It is our day. Look to your neighbor and say, it's our day. Look at somebody and tell them, it's our time. Hallelujah. We're standing today on the stage of competition. It's our day, it's our time, and it's our calling. Glory to God. It is time as saints of old, and we've got former saints. Glory to God, That used to be a part of our congregation. Saints who formed together, who made the nucleus of this church. Glory to God, who stands on the golden streets today. Hallelujah with the gold around their neck, Because they endured to the end Somebody praise the Lord My Lord I don't know how you feel about it But I plan to compete for the gold I could care less about the gold that they're competing for in London, England today. That's not on my mind. The gold I'm going for. The gold I'm competing for. Amen. is to hear Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. There's a couple things that I want to share with you this evening. Hallelujah. Concerning this. I want to talk first about shining for the kingdom of heaven. Shining for the kingdom of heaven. Now, athletic uh, competitors seek to bring honor and recognition not just to themselves, but to their country, their homeland. Many times, they stand with a flag of their nation held high, in pride as one as one uh, one of China's track stars did, who won the gold during this. He stood there as he was being honored. Amen. And had the had the gold medal around him, but up behind him he had the flag of his nation. Amen. Holding because it was more than just about him. Amen. He was wanting to bring honor and recognition not only to himself, but to his country and to his homeland and as children of the kingdom of heaven we are going for the gold but church I'm not just going for selfish reasons alone we are not going just for selfish reasons alone we seek to bring honor amen to our homeland where our true citizenship is found and it is in heaven and not here on earth glory glory Hallelujah. Now I'm going to preach this thing where you get with me now. Hallelujah. I'm feeling the power of God in this. Hallelujah. This is one of the most serious things that anybody could talk about, church. Amen. We are striving. We are going for something. Amen. And it counts more than anything you've ever done in your life. It means more than anything that you've ever done or even attempted to dream about doing. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21 he said, he said, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it might be conformed to His glorious body according to the working by which He is able to subdue all things to Himself. Listen to me. If you have been born again, you might be in this world, but you're not of this world. You have been made a naturalized citizen of heaven. Hallelujah! I said, You have been made a naturalized citizen of heaven. Just as a foreigner who legally, hallelujah, and I say legally, comes to America to become a U.S. citizen. Hallelujah. Naturalization is a process by which U.S. citizenship is granted to a foreign citizen or national after he or she fulfills the requirements established by Congress in the Immigration Nationality Act. (laughs) I'm taking it somewhere now. Hallelujah. Thank God for this land. For all that is wrong with it, it's still the greatest land, the greatest nation in the world. And people from all over the world would give anything to be a part of what we have. And there are ways and there are laws by which people can become, who are foreigners of this nation, can become a naturalized citizen. Maybe you wasn't born here, but you can become a naturalized citizen through the process that I have told you when people fulfill the requirements. Now, when we're born again, this world is not our home. Hallelujah. And the requirement for naturalization in heaven is found in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. I'm going to read it. Everybody here can quote it. But I'm going to read it. Then Peter said to them, Repent. And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises to you and to your children and to all who are far out, even as many as the Lord our God will call. Church, after you have fulfilled the scriptural command, you are no more a foreigner but a citizen of heaven. Glory to God. You are a naturalized citizen in heaven. You are part of the kingdom of God. I like what Ephesians 2 and 19 says. He said, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And you ought to have a desire just like that Chinese guy did as he held up that flag in that great arena giving honor. You ought to want to give the same amount of honor to Jesus Christ to those in this world because you once was a foreigner, but not no more. Oh, hallelujah. You're a child of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitly Uh, Joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. So as citizens of heaven, your desire should be to shine for the kingdom of heaven. Bring glory and honor to Jesus in everything you do and everywhere you go. Because you are competing for a heavenly prize. Come on, somebody. And if you remain faithful to Him who called you, you will one day stand on the street of gold to claim your prize. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. I wasn't born a child of heaven. I was born the same way that King David was years ago in sin. Hallelujah. I was created. I was shaped in iniquity. I was born. I came in this world with a sentence of death on me. I was a foreigner. I was a stranger. I was an outcast. But thank be to God that one day... I found out that even though I was not born a child of God, even though I was not born a child of heaven, amen, I could become a naturalized citizen of heaven. Hallelujah. Having all the rights and all the privileges, glory to God if I just filled the requirements, amen, hallelujah. And from that day to this, hallelujah, I've been a citizen of heaven. And I'm going to tell you something, church, amen, I don't live, I don't try to walk and live a godly, holy life just because I'm trying to follow a set of man-made rules that somebody laid down for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not about following a bunch of rules, brother. Hallelujah. But it's about, having, it's about having enough love in your heart for the one who picked you up by the darkness and set you into the marvelous light that you want to walk down the streets of Nashville or any street and you want to be able to bring amen, a sense of pride to your heavenly Father. Hallelujah that you want to be like those Olympians over there. Amen. Some of them will wrap their self. Amen. In their nation's flag as a stand. Hallelujah in that great arena. Hallelujah. I want to bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ. It ain't about a bunch of man-made religions. Amen. Or doing this or doing that. But I want to bring glory to Jesus Christ. I want to point everybody who I ever meet or whoever I come in contact Jesus, when they look at me, and I I, I confess to you right now, I confess to you right now, I've not always done it. There have been times that I hadn't. There's been times that I didn't bring honor to my homeland, which is heaven. I ain't talking about the U.S. now, because I'm a citizen of heaven. But there's been times that I brought shame, and it grieves me to my heart. And when I fall on my face, Amen. In confession, repentance, I say, God forgive me and give me strength, Amen, to do better in the future, Amen. Because I listen every day of my life when I get up every morning. And now we're we're, we're starting we're starting right school, and I mean back. And when I went the other day and picked up that bus, I did the same thing as I've done for the last few years. Before I picked up one student, I pulled that bus on the side of the road and I began to walk it. It's it's one it's one of the longest buses Metro has. It's an eighty four capacity bus, but I walked down through there and I laid hands on every seat, kind of like what Sister Hell and Brother Hell used to do that old church. Go around there and walk around it and I told him I went down through there and said, God, I'm giving this bus to you like I've done in the past. I, I said I don't want nothing to go on in here. It's not pleasing unto you. I, I say, God, you you're of this thing, not me. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I, amen. Now, every day when I get up in the morning at four o'clock, that alarm will go off. When I'll get up hallelujah and after some prayer and after some some devotion I will go and I will do what I'm supposed to do on that bus and check it out and get ready to go but I'm going to go knowing that I represent hallelujah glory to God I can now all oh, those, those children sometimes amen will do everything they can do to get under your skin but I pray every day I says God don't let me let me always act and never react that's the problem with a lot of people. How they're all time reacting instead of acting. Glory to God! Let me tell you something. No matter where you go to work tomorrow, it's more than your job, more than your career. You are represented. And guess what? closed, there will probably be some people winning the gold, standing on the street of gold in heaven one day, not because a word this preacher says, but they made it, and they're going to get the gold because of how well you represent it. to very well be some, possibly some people lost and out of darkness because we all got up one day and we had a bad day. We left the house in a bad mood. We let things get under our skin. Be it husband, be it wife, be it children, be it finances, it don't matter. But on those bad days, the way we represent could cause somebody to be lost. Which situation do you want to face on judgment? Hallelujah. Because like those Olympic athletes, they're there not just as individuals, but they're as part of a team and they're representing. We're part of a team right here today. Hallelujah. How well are we going to represent when we leave the doors of this place and we hit the world around us tomorrow? Hallelujah. The way we represent could very possibly be the cause of where somebody spends eternity. Hallelujah. There's just a little bit more than I'm going to close. Hallelujah. As citizens of heaven, your desire should be to shine for the kingdom of heaven. Bring glory and honor to Jesus in everything you do and everywhere you go. Hallelujah. The second thing and the final thing that I want you consider today is the risk of disqualification. The risk of disqualification. When, when in any race or competition there always looms overhead for those who choose to ignore the rules and guidelines a risk of disqualification. In the 2012 Olympics, there's already been some people disqualified. Eight players on a badminton team were disqualified from the 2012 Summer Olympics after authorities determined that four players. Pairs of players were intentionally throwing games in order to try to earn a better pairing in the middle rounds. Folks, nobody is an island to themselves. When you leave here and you go out on your job, the neighborhoods you live in, you not only represent the kingdom of heaven, but you represent CFC we're part of a team. And each one of us has the ability to either bring this church, this congregation into a good light or to a bad light. I don't imagine that team had a very warm welcome when they got home after those eight players were disqualified after they was equipped and sent had their everything paid for them to get there didn't none of them have to pay their way there Did't none of them have to, to pay for their motel rooms they didn't have to pay for their meals they was all sent by their their particular countries. listen to me pastors preaching today. everything that you have in Jesus Christ today right now guess what None of it cost you a dime or nothing. You got salvation. You didn't pay for it. Hallelujah. Anybody here ever been healed? Let me see your hand. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You did not earn that healing. It was provided for you. Every blessing from heaven. The Bible said he has blessed us. Glory to God. Amen. With all the bare spiritual. to hold our head in shame because we disqualify ourselves because of our conduct. Canadian sprinter Ben Johnson. Some of you may remember his name. He was stripped of his 100-meter dash gold medal in 1988 and sent home when he was tested positive for steroids. Everybody knows that happens a whole lot. And those of us who are going for the gold in heaven should have the same attitude as the Apostle Paul when he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 27, part of our opening text, he said, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disciplined. Qualified, You see that? Disqualified. Now, we all know the meaning of the term disqualify. But I thought I would check Mr. Webster so as I would be accurate on what I tell you. According to Mr. Webster, this is what the word disqualify means. To make ineligible or unfit for a prize or for further competition because of violations of the rules to deprive someone of a power, right, privilege, or standing. That's a cold, sobering thought. That's a cold, sobering thought. It's not only me, folks. Listen to pastor for a moment. Every child of God, every every man man and woman in here who's a child of God and a citizen in heaven, you've been granted certain privileges as a child of God. You have those privileges. They're with you every day. But do you realize that those privileges can be stripped from you if you allow yourself to become disqualified? Hallelujah. Everybody in here, not just the preachers, not just deacons, not just elders. Every one of us in here have prayed for people who were sick and in need. And God heard your prayer. And people have been delivered, set free, and blessed because of your prayer. That's part of a privilege of being a naturalized citizen of heaven. I want to go to heaven. I want to make it. I want to stand on the streets of gold. But it's also a blessing, brother, to know when people come to me in need that Sammy Pruitt has lived his life in such a way, pleasing to God, that when I go to God in prayer that I can help that person touch God. Because it's not just about me. It's about every one of us. How would you feel if God wouldn't hear your prayer no more because you have disqualified yourself because of your lifestyle. Think about it. I read to you what the definition of being disqualified and what it meant. Being stripped of power, privileges, and rights because of not following the set rose. My, my my, my I stand today. Huh. How will, how will many feel? when they stand before the white throne judgment only to be disqualified from heaven's gold medal because they never gave heed to the rules. Listen to Pastor today. We must finish the race. We can't stop somewhere along the way. And not only must we finish the race, we must... Have maintained the integrity of the call. Do you hear what I'm saying? Folks, this ungodly doctrine, one of the reasons more and more that I'm watching less and less of some of those jokers on TV today is because I'm fed up to hear, amen, with poisonous trash. Hallelujah, a little feel-good, amen, everything's great. It's not going to do nobody no good. It might warm your heart and cold your soul for a New York minute, but hallelujah, I'm not talking about a New York minute right now. I'm talking about eternity in hell. A good majority of them is preaching this garbage of once saved, always saved. If that was the case, Paul wouldn't be concerned about being a castaway. That's what it says in the original. King James, I read from the new King James, he said be disqualified, which according to the Greek, it means the same thing. Paul said, even though I preached to others, I could be disqualified. I could be stripped of my privileges, my power, and my rights. My citizenship of heaven. And millions are going to stand before the throne because some bootleg preacher told them, all you got to do is believe on Jesus and it don't matter what you do from that day on. That is hog watch, folks. It's the lies of the damnation of hell and the devil is deceiving people by the means. We can't allow people who Satan puts in our path or things that we see along the way to hinder our performance. Galatians chapter 5. I won't read another scripture after this. This is my last scripture. Galatians 5, 7, and 8. King James Version. Paul told the Galatians, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. Let me tell you something. Somebody wants you to be hindered. Somebody wants you to be disqualified from finishing the race which God has called you into. Do you know who it is? The enemy of your soul. The adversary of your call. And the destroyer of your dream the devil will call somebody to be put in your path to hinder you to mess you up to slow you down from from pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus The devil has nothing to do with love. With him, it's all about hate. But he has used the heart to sidetrack a lot of people. Because there's been a lot of people on the race, focused on the prize. They've run good. They've done fantastic. Devil ain't been able to trip them up no other kind of way. So he'll throw somebody in their path. He'll play with their heart. Cause them to fall in love with somebody who don't love God. Cause them to fall for somebody who don't love the truth. And because of that individual, their whole life becomes sidetracked, and many of them have become disqualified because of that. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Satan will use anything and any means at his disposal to sidetrack. I'm declaring to you today, you've got to make the choice. you got to make the decision. I'm going for the gold. The real McCoy. What about you? Hallelujah. I'm going for the gold. we got to make up our mind. Let's stand together out right now. Those earthly competitions are still going on. There still will be some more winners, be some more losers. But Apostle Paul used that very thing, same thing as what's happening right now. Back then, because he he was aware, because those those same Olympics was going on back in his time. They started 700 and something years before Jesus was born. So Paul tied it all in with us. We're in a competition. How are we going to do? Are we going to let the devil trip us up? Are we going to let ourselves get sidetracked? We have to make the choice. We have to make the choice. Let's bow our head right now. Mighty God. We come to hear you today, we thank you and we praise you for your great mercies and understanding. I come to you, Lord, thanking you, God, that those among us today who's repented of our sins, been baptized in your name, filled with your spirit. We've been made naturalized citizens of heaven. And everything we do represents you and represents heaven. And I pray today, God, as we leave this place and we go out into the world around us, let us always be reminded. Let it let it let it be in everybody's mind. God, I Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I hope and pray that everybody in this house, Amen, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing that they'll hear is this little old short, heavy set preacher saying, You representing today. You representing the day. Because we are representing. Give us strength. Give us mercy. Give us guidance. And let us run this race with patience and not be hindered. And everything's accomplished. We give you the praise and the glory in the mighty, magnificent name of Jesus. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you in the Lord. Remember again, tomorrow night is.